remember the start of our last episode, I think recorded second day of the new year. Yeah. All excited for 2021. New new year, new and hope. What do we get? We got pandemic still going on. Yeah. Movies still being delayed, canceled. Anime conventions canceled. Sad. Democracy almost overthrown. Yeah. And you want to know whose fault it is? Dustin Lavox. Dustin. He came on here, and tempted he fate, it. saying, 2020 that was pretty good for me. That's I don't what know I'm about saying. you, but hey. Karmic retribution came at all of us hard. You, you look at this. The last few times we've recorded, famous people have died. When Dustin comes on, the, the capital's almost taken. <laughs> I say, I said stocks were up, maybe in hell. <laughs> so you hear me, fair to listeners right now, of this show, a whole Things new pod, will get podcast better. all about Disney Channel original movies, hosted by me, yourself, and I, Lucas Melby. Here right now, Dustin no. LeBach. And you can hold me to this. We'll never appear on this show again. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> That's so sad. Maybe a joke, maybe not. Dustin, sweating bullets listening right now. Again, I'm Lucas Melly. Who are you? I'm me, uh, Jakub. Uh, <laughs> I'm <Jake>. me. <laughs> I'm me. <laughs> Jacob Telejohn. Yeah, 2021 coming at us hard in really the hardest way possible, which is that uh, we had to watch a 90 plus minute decomp today. Uh, That's the real darkest timeline that exists. Of a movie we weren't uh, completely, uh, uh, what's the word, invested in. Excited for yeah. or invested in. I was maybe excited for the Cheetah Girls, Cheetah Sisters, Cheetah Prowl. But, um, Cheetah's on Parade. Yeah, I, I don't know if I saw it when I was younger or not. It wasn't de- definitely wasn't a movie that like stood out. I mean, I, I like know what the Cheetah Girls were. I mean, I'm sure you did too before... Before this podcast, maybe you'd heard of it. Who hasn't heard of the Cheetah Girls? <laughs> but, but like for real, though, I mean, it was it was a, it's a popular like trilogy. I think there's a third one, but I don't know if it's if like Ravens in all of them or not. Okay, fair. I only saw the very small thumbnails. Let's we're we don't want to dwell. It's hard in this. Uh, it's hard in this, this never in these ending. Times. Yeah, just life's hard right now, and we're not going to try to dredge that up too much beyond comedic bits where we try to blame everything wrong with the world on our good friend Dustin. Yeah. So we'll get into the movie discussion right here. Right now. And as we have already touched on, Cheetah Girls definitely, I think, falls within a sensation on Disney Channel. Yeah. It was a big deal. 100%. It's most popular. It's probably like right behind High School Musical. Top five, I would say. Like, Especially at the time. I think yeah. there was some like fan polls that Disney did for a while that put like Cheetah Girls as number one. Number one over High School uh, Musical. But I feel that, and we've talked about this a lot, especially in recent episodes, of just maybe how, well, especially just as adults, but also as guys that were maybe not the target demographic Audience, for the Disney yeah. Channel. And I think this movie has tested that the most, where this movie is very not <laughs> for me. No, yeah, I don't know. I, I, and I assume for you as well, Jacob. But. Yeah, this is the one time I can agree with you that the movie, th- there are parts of the movie that I think are good. It's not like it's just like a garbage, the whole movie's like trash. There are parts it that I enjoy. It starts pretty rough, and it definitely tested us well, overall. Like, but- and, and by rough, he means like just like full speed. Pedal to the metal. Things are just... Uh, there's so much energy. And I would say not since You Lucky Dog has there been a, such a radical change at the end of the movie. Where the ending of this movie, we don't want to spoil anything here beyond the fact that it is wild. And like You Lucky Dog, it retroactively makes me feel better about the movie overall. Even though most of the movie leading up to it... Not my cup of tea. Yeah. But now let's spill the tea. Spill I think that's what the tea. kids say two years ago <laughs> and not right in this context. As we get into this movie, The Cheetah Girls. And what do we get right away? We get The Cheetah Girls uh, coming Cheetah in with sisters. an immediate dance and song number. I don't remember what the title of this one is, this song, but they do it a, a later on in the movie. It is being shot like it's a music video. Yeah. But diegetically, it is not a music video. So no. they're like hamming it up for like a this, camera that does yeah. not exist. And th- this isn't the first, or like, this is the first, but it's not the last time this happens. No. And it seems to be they are at a park somewhere in New York City. A park, at like a birthday party. At a birthday though. party. 
dancing and we don't know singing. like are they getting paid to do this is this somebody's like we family see a pinata that's in the shape of a cheetah so and, is oh, that their yeah. merchandise oh wow i will say here the song numbers are the strongest part of, of the movie. this movie oh 100 percent. and probably I, I, why it was so successful yeah just because like they put out a soundtrack they maybe even just and stuff like they that probably show just music videos alone on disney channel from probably. time to time with yeah the I cheetah girls. Felt, yeah I, I found the music enjoyable. All the girls yeah. were good singers, and it's very yeah. not. It's not like amazing music. It's derivative of the sound of like early two thousands pop. Yeah, no, like, like I enjoy that kind stuff. of stuff. Yeah, no, it was it was good. Like, like like I was saying, like that's a part of the movie that I enjoyed. And as we were watching this, I thought to myself, "Is this the tastes of our soon future in Disney Channel movies, where we're just all gonna musicals, get musical, the, the zam- zombies one." Where they will probably be closer to 90 minutes more regularly, but a lot of it will be music numbers. But this one isn't a full-on musical, but it does fall into a weird camp, as we were talking about, with the the style of the shots being like it's a music video of the music. How does it quite exist within the world? And then by the end of the movie, they just say, fuck it all. (laughs) So look forward to that. They're, They're singing well, but then, oh, I believe one of the girls who we'll learn is named Aqua, I believe. Yeah. Gets her foot stuck in, I don't know, they're dancing on top crack? of like scaffolding. Is that what something. it was? I don't know. I thought it was just a crack in cement. Maybe not. No, though. they're like on some kind of like wooden slats. And there's one that, that has, uh, she gets her foot stuck in it. And that just leads to all the other girls besides Raven Simone, which I guess we haven't been clear, but she's the star of this movie. Yeah. Hot off of. That's the Raven, which I think was airing concurrently to this. Yeah, I believe uh, But so. all the girls kind of tumble down, and it's like, oh, all the kids at this birthday party are Start finding laughing, it and they're pointing. Uproariously funny. It they're, is They're losing hilarious. their shit. Yes. Not off to a great start, and the movie's also not off to a great start, because at this point, it's like 0 to 60, and it never fucking stops for like the next 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's... We're getting... It's, Pretty wild. We're getting hit with not just character introductions, it's like backstory, the connections between the characters that I still don't have the best grasp of <laughs> at the end of the movie. I still don't know the names of the characters. So before I even, we don't like, the movie does a good job where it's not like narration, here's all the girls. Yes. It, it does come up just through conversation, but at the same time, I probably wouldn't have known the names of the girls for quite some time into the movie if I didn't look it up on Google. Yeah. Because they start off and they're just like, oh my god, the talent show's coming up. Oh, we suck so much, we gotta practice. Ah, da, 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 da. And the girls are Raven, who plays yes. Galleria. Who That's her name? Just... Galleria? <laughs> Galleria. Jesus. Uh, most of my notes, I believe, just have her as Raven. So we're gonna stick with that. Chanel, who is kind of Raven's BFF and kind of the second main character of the movie. Yeah. Aqua, who is kind of the least fleshed out of the four Cheetah Girls. And Dorinda, who is, I don't know, she's Dorinda. <laughs> what more do you want? They, yeah, they're just talking a mile a minute. They're doing crazy, like, dance, like, oh, no, no, It's like singing in the cells. They're like, you're so good. And I'm just like, oh, no, this is 90 minutes long. And again, I don't want to come off as sexist or whatever, but like, as I said, this movie is not for me. Uh, and I found it very obnoxious at the start. The girls kind of all separate, except for Chanel and Raven, who seem to be kind of like the OG pair that they were yeah. together before. And then they kind of, in freshman year of high school, they formed the Cheetah Girls. So some of these details, it feels like, we should already know who these the characters, characters are. That, that's what we were saying, because, you know, like you said, it, it's from a, from a book. I don't know if we said it was based on a book yet, but well, it, it's based on a book. Watching, you had mentioned that, yeah. So I don't know how much of a sensation these books were before the Cheetah Girls movie. Uh, like yeah. if they expected some of the audience to know Chanel, who, Aqua, who <laughs> Dorinda, yeah. and Galleria. Dorito. But I don't, and I'm kind of piecing it together. It, it respects the audience like that. You got to be a real uh, Harriet the Spy to figure out this. Yeah. So Raven is going on, I think, with Chanel still. So lots of my notes early on in this movie uh, are pretty sparse because there's not a lot to really dig into. You kind of pick up on like the main character traits and arcs that people are going to go on. And then yeah. 
are kind of set in motion for large parts of the movie. So Raven's talking about how she wants to be a big music star, wants a penthouse, all this glitz she wants, and glamour. She wants money, fast cars, diamond rings, gold chains, every damn thing. Yeah, and they just... She wants it all. Never all. stop talking. They're in New York, they're walking through crosswalks, they're and randomly dancing to the point where they, they, they have stopped in front yeah, of the, the store. Accents and the... Yeah, and then a crowd all gathers around them, and they're just dancing. They're not yeah. even, like, dancing to music that I think we can hear. They're not singing, but they, they just dance. They always draw big crowds, whether yeah. it's for dances, whether it's for dogs. And, big crowds. And everybody claps because they're so good. Yeah. But then she sees a dog in the crowd. And it's literally like her dog. It's it's the same Bashan Frisee. Which is just like Dustin's childhood yeah. dog. Joey. Joey, the goat. So then she remembers that I guess she was supposed to take her dog out or something. So she rushes home where we meet her mom. I think his name Dorothea. Not that uh, I'll call her that at all. And she's annoyed that Raven forgot to take out her dog, Toto. And then the mom's also a tailor, I think, where she's doing dress fittings. And then Raven screwed up uh, an order. And then she's doing like a Jamaican accent. Raven, that is. Yeah, that was weird. I, I, like, please stop, movie. Have yeah. mercy on me. Raven brings up the talent shows coming up, and the mom just really has no faith in the meaning of the talent show that it's going to launch her to stardom because that's what Raven's going on about. Yeah. And she just doesn't really seem to have much patience for Raven's musical dreams. So we're already getting the classic decom setup of the mom butting heads with the daughter. But that doesn't really stick around for too long in the movie. No. So I guess that was kind of a nice change of pace. But at this point, she's saying, how about you do some chores and live in the real world? Raven's dad, I think, is Italian. He pops up. He's got a very cr- rarely. <laughs> crazy accent, though. Like, like Mamma Mia, the cheetah. It's, it's something else. Uh, so at school... Strong. We are in the hallway, and the Cheetah Girls are all hanging out, and they do a handshake, and then there is a a roar sound effect. Yes. It's like the classic, if you just think of in a movie, like, 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 like it's like an actual lion. Yeah. It's like a, a but then we lion. get two boys who cheetah. It's an actual cheetah, I guess. Who come up and they're like, oh wow, they're doing Steve Irwin accents, like, yeah. oh crikey, it's the Cheetah Girls in person. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Yeah. But then they kind of imply because they do an elephant sound, so it's like, <laughs> is that implying that we're supposed to think the Cheetah Girls actually made that roar? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. These two guys, they're. I wasn't really clear on what their connection was, but it seems like they're kind of like a rival musical act at the yeah. school. Yeah, no, I would, and yeah. well, yeah, that's made clear later on. In the later movie. on, yes. one is kind of a love interest of Raven, and then the, the other one's kind of, I think, the love interest of Aqua or Chanel. So it's, I was just really like unclear, and they just seemed really unimportant and annoying. So I didn't pay much attention to them. So. The Cheetah Girls, they got the handshake. That's yeah. cool. They, they also they, like to... They use... have their dances. They have their matching outfits. They have... That is true. And I'll get to that in just a second uh, about their outfits. But they also like to use Cheetah as slang. And they say like, oh, that's Cheetah-licious. Cheetah-licious. And we've seen this done by, that's I think... Cheetah-crazy. <laughs> Cheetah-cray. We've seen this done, I think... The the biggest one would movies. be Xenon with this oh, like yes, dumb yes, slang. Yes. Yep. But That's this is just is. dumb. Whereas at least Xenon's was dumb and fun. So I'd say the biggest thing I took away from this movie, which I learned from looking at the IMDb goofs section, trivia section, yeah. or whatever, on this, these girls are the Cheetah Girls. But what kind of print do they wear? On their clothes most of the time. It's leopard, isn't it? That's leopard print. Yeah. And I think I never really realized cheetah print, or at least in my mind, when I see leopard print, I think it's cheetah print, but cheetah have spots. Whereas yeah. leopard print, or leopards, they have kind of like the... the weird, like... I've looked up what they were shapes. called, but it's like it's like a, a circle with like a space inside kind of, of what's it. what's on like a cow, right? Like those weird kind of yeah, shapes. Yeah, but it's not just straight up dots. And that kind of blew my mind. Yeah. I, I learned something that... So they should be the leopard girls. Yeah, there. I think there are a couple of times where there is some kind of cheetah spot clothes, but most of the time it's leopard stuff. That's interesting. Uh, but in the logo of the cheetah girls, it is 
cheetah print in there. Yeah. <laughs> but probably somebody, yeah, the logo kids, maker at the end is like, y'all fucked up completely. In kids, this. well, kids probably wouldn't recognize well, I don't even know if adults do. I think no. my my no. aunts, when they got married, they're big into, I, I think it's leopard print. <laughs> and they use cheetah? But... I mean, maybe in my mind, I'm just thinking of it as cheetah print, and they call yeah. it leopard print. But I feel like I are we getting I maybe mean, it's just myself clear, referring to stuff well, as cheetah like a, print. There's, there's a clear difference, but I think I, would I say. don't hear people talk about leopard print. They say cheetah print more regularly. So write in if you think I'm stupid and you <laughs> always knew what leopard and cheetah uh, fur was different. Uh, but then they go to a practice. For the talent show, I think, yeah. or maybe like a minor dress rehearsal, but it's just them, and uh, they sing a song called Cinderella. Again, decent singing, decent uh, like dance choreography. I would yeah. say the lyrics of this movie are not the best. the The opening lines sung by Raven are, "When I was just a little girl, my mama used to tuck me into bed," but then it gets into you know, reading a story about, I don't know, girls in distress. Yeah. Like it sounds good. It says, I don't want to be like Cinderella. So it's like a, it's a female empowerment song. So, you know, that's fine. Again, the music parts are the strongest parts of this movie. And then when they're finished, we get introduced to their art teacher who is maybe an old music star. I, her she, name, she says she had like one famous song she ends up breaking out and singing it like at one point yeah i just was like oh my god please stop it, it sounds like it would be like a again like this a song part, for like a uh like just a brand it just sounds it's really this part so much felt like we should know who this person was from reading the books or something because yeah, they're talking no, about like yeah. miss they call her drinka and i'm like what? Miss Drinka. And hey. I think her listing, at least on like IMDb, is hey. Drinka Drinka Champagne. Ooh. Which I don't know if that's age appropriate, Disney Channel. Come on. But before she gives her like lowdown, there's some kid who's like helping out with the audiovisual equipment, and he says, like, yeah, you stink. Drinka, tell him. But then she says they're good. So I don't know what that kid's deal was, or even he why he was the there. Girls. Because he was like 10 years old He's and just like a hater. Uh, Drinka's like, yo, you're good. And then yes. introduces the villain. Or maybe that's a bit of a spoiler. Ooh. He's not like a super villainous person. No. The villainous person of this is a hole. Yeah. <laughs> but we real. get introduced to Jackal Johnson. Jackal Johnson. Do you want to say your, your hilarious joke now? Oh, yes. So at the end, it, it would have it worked perfectly. Because at the end, they fade out and like you hear him refer to him as you know Jackal Johnson. But why couldn't they just call him Jack Off Johnson? Because he's a jack off. He's a jerk. He's a dink. You used way too many words. To say. I just wanted you to say Jack Off. Jack Off Johnson. It was not worth the build up there. So Jackal Johnson, Jack we Johnson. quickly learn, is a hotshot record producer. And he's showing up in a suit and he's got some sunglasses and, on, and, and spiked hair. I mean, of course, his name is Jackal, too. It's got to be an animal. Everybody's named after that, an animal. The, well, except for Drunka Drunka Shape. <laughs> But then my only my assumption is yeah the animal connection with jackal with and music kind of music that's to keep the two okay so drink a drink a she's just she drinks a lot she's an alcoholic yeah, that's only, why she's not popular there's only so many animal names that could believably be first names like you can't call them like hyena <laughs> hyena maybe Hi- hyena Ooh. shout out to hyena yeah. I think she's still I'm an old K-pop fan so a lot of the people I used to listen to I don't even think exist anymore probably I'm not, not I'm not a hot up with uh, BTS let's talk about Big Bang anyways maybe they could have called him like Jaguar Johnson Jaguar that's probably I, that, the that limit that would have been okay they yeah. could call him that would have been cool Lion Lion <laughs> Johnson. Johnson why are you always lying oh Ooh. So he says, ah, oh, girls, I love the sound. You you sound like, a, what's that? Knock, knocking on my door. You sound like the future. Oh, my God. I'm going to hit you up. We're going to talk business. All that kind of shit. But then Raven's mom, who for parts of this, she's sitting in the audience, but she's got like a headscarf on and like a coat pulled up. And it's like, is she in disguise? Are we not supposed to know she's there? No. But she kind of springs out yeah, and be no, like, like both I don't moms. think so, well, like, Yeah, they, they like they had both snuck in with scarves on their, like, around Chanel's their... Chanel's mom, yeah. Yeah, well, wasn't there another lady with her, too? 
No, it was Chanel's mom and Raven's mom. Okay. And then okay. Drinka, Drinka, <laughs> Drinka, Drinka. But yeah, they had like scarves on. They had like glasses on. Like they were like trying to like hide. It was weird. Unless that's just like a fashion statement. Yeah, I don't know. Like people they, they, obviously dress weird in this because they're wearing leopard print. They the were time. wearing sunglasses inside. That I know. But yeah, the mom's like, I don't think so, Jackal Johnson. So we're getting <laughs> some major mama drama going mama on here. Mama drama. Chanel and Raven got some mama drama. So was that Raven's mom or the other mom that spoke up there? That was so Raven's mom. Yes, there we go. That's so but Raven. Yes, it, it was Raven's mom. Yes. No, I, I I like the pun. But okay, yeah. So this is where like Raven's mom starts going off on him. And Raven has to chime in and say, hey, mom, like, don't you know who this is? And she's like, I know who Jack L. Johnson is. He's got five houses. He's got Emmys. He's got Grammys. He's got, he's got it all. Records. And then he's like, shit, girl. Thanks for knowing about me. <laughs> she's a, a Jackal stan. Yeah. We slowly get kind of bits and pieces about each of the girls. And Chanel, her thing is she lives with her mom. But her mom is like a model. So she's always traveling around. And she's kind of a, a negligent mother where she's just, she's never around. I kind of wasn't sure if this was either she proposed a shopping trip to Paris or that they were maybe going to move to Paris. Because later on, there's a realtor that calls and is like, hey, is your mom there to sell the apartment? Did did, did we know about that earlier in the movie? I don't know. I wasn't paying that close of attention. So it was just like a random like plot point. Like well, yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was saying like, "What about Paris? You want to go to Paris?" But then they said like, "It's a shopping trip." So I, that's why I wasn't sure. Oh. But she's like, "No, I can't go on a shopping trip. I'm committed to the Cheetah Girl." Cheetah sisters. And really, his only impactful part of the movie, Raven's dad talks to the mom and basically says, "Hey, you know what?" It's better for her to fuck up as a kid than as an adult. Yeah, so let's let her go through with it. this record producer. Which, eh, I don't know, with how the music industry can be with young uh, singers, especially women, kind of slimy at times. Eh. But Disney is like, it's fine it's for fine. girls to join the record industry, even though it's we're making fine. this guy the villain. It's it's a kind of mixed messaging. It's a little, little strange, a little hypocritical. So then the mom gets swayed and says, Hey, you can go meet Jackal, but I'll have to be in the meeting with him. Yeah. So then Raven tells Chanel, and then Chanel makes a comment about how Raven earlier on when they met Jackal introduced herself as the leader and creator of the Cheetah Girls, that she writes all the songs. So then we're seeing the what will soon become major drama within the girl group of Raven kind of being a little too full of herself. Yeah. And we kind of get that immediately because at school, at lunch, Raven starts acting very controlling, telling the girls like how to look, what they can wear, not to talk with food in their mouth, not to carry around bottles of hot papa hot sauce. (laughs) That's funny. And then they go and see Jackal, but Raven is stuck in traffic. So she arrives late, but on the way, she also seems to step in dog poop. Yes, because they, they mock her. They make fun of her. They call her poop feet or what, what is it they call it's her? It's the poopy girl. Poop, I, poopy. I don't know. They, Jackal says, he's like, oh, it's my little poopoo girl. <laughs> Did we describe Jackal yet? Like who? He kind of looks, I don't know. Well, to think in, like in, who the beginning, in the first time they see him, he's wearing a suit and sunglasses. But here he's looking like, I don't know, like a Beastie Boy. He's got a track jacket on. Yeah. And he looks like a, a white rapper, gold chains and shit like that. Yeah, he's just kind of dorky. I, he just, he's No, he's not cool. I'm trying to like, at first when I saw him, I was wondering, is this like the actor that played like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo? But no. I did get that vibe yeah. too, but Matthew Lillard would not stoop to No, this no, but it does look like him. Which, in a way. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, that used to be kind of a, a forced meme Early on in this podcast, where Jacob always tried to talk about Scooby Doo in every oh, episode, forget about that. But there's like weird Twitter discourse about the the original Scooby Doo live action, like that people. I don't know if it's just like Zoomers or shit, but like people think that movie isn't bad. So it's making me want to like go back and watch it because I'm like I'm pretty sure that movie's very bad. I liked it, but I think it's just people being like horny for Sarah oh, Michelle Gellar as yeah, Daphne, and that's uh, fine. I can't remember the actress's uh-huh. name, but she's from Freaks and Geeks that she plays. Uh, Daphne? Velma. Velma. And Velma gets a weird scene where she like wears like pleather oh, or like leather and man. gets like all really sexy. Really tight red. So like, I don't know if it's like that, 
but I am yeah, I'm pretty sure that movie's bad still. <laughs> I, I Maybe check it. in on a future podcast I, episode where I'll I, devote you know, I've devoted ninety minutes of my time to the Cheetah Girls. I can devote ninety minutes of my time to Scooby Doo. Like I forgot like that early meme. Now that you're bringing it back well, up. I'm sure nobody else remembers it. Well, I'm the OGs do. But like it, it's fun. It's a fun movie. We got I mean, Matthew scrappy. Lillard is good as Shaggy, and I think that's the reason why he mainly, even in animated versions, oh. he went on to voice Shaggy. Oh, did he really? Uh, in a lot of the stuff, because well, I think I, the original I mean, Shaggy voice actor died. Like a lot of the uh, actors in that movie were like big names, like Rowan Atkinson. He was like the the villain, Miss Bean, Mister Bean. Well, it wasn't Scrappy Doo the villain. Well. Spoilers. Stop. Uh, yeah. But, but, but who I, played I mean, uh, Freddy? It wasn't that a Freddy popular... Freddy Prince Jr. Yeah. So, like, there's, like... Because he couldn't learn a different name. <laughs> it's, like, all... It's, like, all star-studded cast. Uh, yeah. I mean, Freddy Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard... Rowan Atkinson. Like, like, he was... Mr. Bean was big then. Like, yeah, don't play it now. Yeah, like, British. Like, he's British big. But, I mean, everybody knows who Mr. Bean is. My parents uh, well, know who Mr. Bean but is. But I'm just saying, like, those people, they were in movies at the time, but they kind of have, I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar, she was in, I think it was called The, the Ringer? The Ringer. She had, it was a show where she The Ringer, had that's Dustin's favorite movie no, about I'm not the, talking uh, about that. The Olympics. I, uh, definitely not talking about that. And Freddie Prince Jr., I think he works as a producer for WWE now. So Really? That's kind of cool. But they're they're still married, her, uh, him and Sarah Michelle Gellar. So I, as a big Buffy fan, I'm happy that Sarah Michelle Gellar got a, a nice, happy Hollywood marriage. Yeah. Anyways, she's all that. Anywho. Not a good movie. All that is all. Mama Raven does not like the look of the contract that Jackal's putting out there. Talks about letting her attorney look over it but that kind of just gets forgotten and at some point she's like i don't know i guess fuck your life up whatever i I don't care fuck it we'll do it live uh but jackal just keeps wheeling and dealing and he sets out some plan that they're gonna record they're gonna like write a demo and then rehearse it and record it with all within a week but wouldn't you know it the day that they're gonna record it's the day of the big game it's the day, the day of the of talent, the talent show. show. Yeah. What is up with these movies? The and million dollar double booking show. the characters. Well, it's the only way they can figure out um, <laughs> conflict. It's great tension. <laughs> it's quince. I mean, hey man, schedules are tough. I can't. I can't organize my life. Neither can I. Raven just seems fine with it, and she's like, "Yeah, fuck the talent show. We're getting no. paid. This isn't. This is what we wanted to get out of the talent show, anyways." But all the other girls are like, oh, my God, you're going to throw drink a drink of champagne on <laughs> the, the bus like that? Yes. There's kind of weird moments of very forced drama between the girls. And then it kind of just like flips around and it's very stupid. Raven really starts to act big time at school where at lunch, all the girls are like or everybody at school is like, oh, my God, I heard about Jackal Johnson's deal with you guys. So then no. she comes around and she keeps telling the same story. Every single time when she's coming off is really stuck up, haughty, snotty. Snooty. Snooty. With a booty. Synonyms. Synonyms. All of the above. Synonym. And we can see on the faces of the other cheetah girls that they're not liking how she's kind of hogging the limelight and all that kind of stuff. One of the disappointed plot points that doesn't get brought up in this is that people start posting around flyers at school advertising a website called chompcheetah.com. And it does not exist, but we've taken it and we've changed our podcast host name to it. Well, if we even had a website, but yeah, uh, surprisingly, there's not some enterprising Cheetah Girls fan out there who has yanked up chompcheetah.com, probably because it's a hate website. Oh, my Uh, God. But especially with how we've seen websites and the internet treated in different Disney Channel movies, I would have loved to see somebody at chompcheetah.com. Have we looked up other websites before? We rarely get actual URLs (laughs) because that uh, sounds too close to how the internet works. True. I would love to see it being the equivalent of Scott from Can of Worms' face getting put on a pig where it says, I don't know, Raven's face, her mouth being opened like a, a South Park character or something, being like, man, I'm the best. And be like, ooh, chomp cheetah. Oh, God. Dot com. World star. World star. World star. Uh, I think it's like the big dress rehearsal for the talent show. Raven drops it to drink a drink of champagne. Yes. 
respect the name, say it full time. Don't don't shorten it. It's just it's a like Beetlejuice. Out. You don't want to say it four times, three times. But she drops it to her that they're going to miss the talent show because of their big demo recording session. But she gives it to her like a real bitch, where she's just like, "Well, we don't really need this. It's basically like we want it anyways." And drink yeah. a drink of champagne is like, "No, it's no. not like you want." And the group really starts to get upset with her because of how mean she was to drink a drink of champagne. No. Specifically, Dorinda is kind of, I don't know, going off. Remember Dorinda? Uh, and Raven's like, whatever, Dorinda, you mostly Dorinda. just dance anyway. Dorito. All the names are made up. The characters, like, if you didn't. Chanel, if you... and Chanel's a real enough name. Aqua, weird name for a non Kingdom Hearts character. <laughs> but Dorinda is Dorito. of questionable ethnicity. For reasons that we'll find out soon. Yes. But it's funny that... Well, it's accurate to actual girl groups. Especially, at least, I don't know. I mostly just know, like, K-pop girl groups. Where a lot of times there's a lead singer or two. Kind of like a backup singer. Especially in K-pop groups, there's, like, them, like, a rapper. But you can't just rap all the time to fit into, like, the singing of the other group. So then the rapper does a lot of dancing. So it kind of adds up that Dorinda is the dancer. But she also dresses like trash. So then Raven says, y'all look janky when we were talking to Jackal Johnson. So I want you to go buy some new threads, girlfriend. And this kind of seems to be almost the breaking up of the fellowship. The the sisterhood of the traveling Traveling cheetahs has been broken asunder. Sad. Sad scene. Yeah. So Chanel's mom uh, is always gone. And Chanel's mom is from Chanel the, the, the bags. So... Chanel's a perfume company. Oh, sorry. I don't know. I don't know. You're thinking of like... Prada? No, I don't know. It could be Prada. There's something with a C. There's a bag. There's a popular bag. Fendi Fendi Prada. I don't know women's stuff. Whoa, exposed. We don't know fashion. We don't know women. <laughs> I was going to say that. But uh, no. Moving but what, on. Her... Her, her mom is is a babe. She's got a very attractive mother who does modeling. Jacob's like, is that Shakira? <laughs> and we did the math and Shakira would be like... 23. Yeah, 27? 25, something like that. Not quite mother of a teenager age. But you, you could tell. You'd be like, Shakira, you're playing a mom here, but those hips don't lie. <laughs> you have not given birth to a child. She's, she's a uh, very attractive woman. Okay, okay are you... Anymore? You want to give a, a tight five on uh, his her mom and Jackoff Johnson? Jackoff Johnson. Special pairing, maybe? Yeah, I, I can see that. I thought this was going to be kind of a quick cut of just like... I thought this was already would have come in earlier in the movie that we see the home life of the girls. We see Raven having issues with her mom. Chanel yeah. having issues with her mom. Yeah. We get something with Dorinda. We get nothing about Aqua. Aqua is an enigma. No, yeah, we... <laughs> They're we like, never, we only got 90 minutes. We can't have every girl have yeah, a story. Yeah, so I, I don't even know why. It was just that number of um, band members. It was That's just, I guess, the norm, though. Probably. Of. Three, you got to be, like, really good to yeah. carry a girl group with just three. But four. Four just, like, what was the Backstreet Boys and One Direction? Weren't they all four in NSYNC? Were they all uh, four? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think One Direction was for sure four. And that's not to say that I'm a big fan of One Direction. It's just that I didn't listen to a lot of Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. And that was also 20 years ago. Yeah, that's fair. Now, I'm sure there's a reason, like a logistical reason they had four girls. But like you said, like Dorito's not really. No. Or Aqua. Aqua. Aqua's not really that big of a big of a deal. Dorito, we <laughs> see, she's at a dance class and she's a really good dancer. She's really good. She's kind of like leading the class. And she gets going offered to join like the traveling Traveling circus of dancers. The summer and she'd get paid. Yes. And that's a big deal because we see after Chanel goes on a big shopping trip and she goes to visit Dorinda that Dorinda does not live in an upscale place like Raven and Chanel. She lives in the superintendent's dwelling of a nice apartment building. And she's actually yeah. both poor and a foster child. Yes. So she doesn't know who her parents were because we see her mom, her foster mom, who's black. And Dorinda is at least partially Caucasian. So then Chanel's yep. like, oh, I didn't know you were, like, black. Or they, like, bring up some, like, weird, like, it's all good. We all mixed up in here. It's New York, girl. And I'm like, okay, I don't really care about all that. 
Then she's like really dramatic, like, I don't know my mom or my dad. She didn't want me. She left me as a child. And I'm like, excuse me, this is the Cheetah Girls. Cheetah Sisters. <laughs> this is both high drama that came out of nowhere and high drama that should not exist within the Cheetah Girls movie. Yes. But back to drama herself. Raven, Raven. Uh, is with her mom and she says it's okay for her to go to the rehearsal alone with the Cheetah Girls. Because the mom is just really kind of taking the agent of chaos dad's advice being like, eh, just leave her to own her devices, you mm-hmm. know, builds character to fuck up real bad. Chanel calls out Raven on being super full of herself and further taking credit because she like made a demo or a mock-up of like a CD cover and she's superimposed over the other girls kind of yeah and and was it dorito that kind of called her out for it no chanel no, they were having a, yes, a sleepover yes. slumber party Which, raven she's got a recording studio in her room she apparently has photoshop abilities so just like three of the girls are all well, two well two, we don't know aqua's back <laughs> we don't know anything about her she could also be poor or she could be the richest girl we just know that she gets a teeth upgrade into the next one yeah possibly yeah <laughs> They go to meet with Jackal again. And Jackal this and is, Hyde. Yeah, the dark side of Jackal. His <laughs> record company producers are notoriously very nice people. Uh-huh. Uh, but then they lay out through market research. They've it's found awful. that kids love animals. Endangered animals. Endangered and animals. Baby seals. Which I, pandas? I mean, th- yeah, kids love pandas. Kids yeah. love baby seals. Like there are endangered animals that kids what, like. What are the other? But two? it's just so funny that they spell oh, them as snow leopard. And yeah, was it a cheetah then? Yeah, yeah. Like, but it could just be like kids love exotic animals, animals. but specifically endangered, endangered species. <laughs> kids love them. But to match up with being endangered species, each of the girls were going to get masks. One was going to get a panda, one was going to get a cheetah, one was going to get a snow leopard, and one was going to get a baby seal. Not a, yes. not just a seal. Nobody wants to see a fucking seal. They want a baby seal. And I found this really weird because the masks do not have holes, so they wouldn't be able to sing. The, then uh, Jackal said, oh, the mics are built inside. But then he like... But he's also like, hey, yes. you actually don't need to sing he imme- well, Yeah, so what was the point of saying the mics are... So probably just for them talking, I guess. He's like, a, hey, he's guys, what's and up? Dealing. So yes, he said the mics are inside. But yeah, you're just going to like lip sync. And then Raven's like, um, we don't do that. And he's like, rather than saying like, yes, you will. He says, um, well, we'll teach you. Yeah, or, or, or like all three of them, like him and his two really, lackeys. We're supposed to get like, oh, they don't care about the music; they just want to yes. package them as a commodity yes. and sell yes. them to the record company. Yes, y'all fucking sold yes. out. Yes, uh, which I also found odd. This is just getting in deep, weird levels, but the idea that any record company that's assembling a music group of young teenage girls would want to cover their faces up because then they're missing out. It sells. On the pervert. Sex sells. They're missing out on the pervert market, but then they're yeah. maybe opening up a different pervert market with the mask girls. They, they, they were kind of getting ahead of the uh, furry crowd, I would say. I'm sure the furries would say, y'all, fuck you, we existed back in 2003, too. And I'm pretty sure they did. Didn't they start? They probably were better back in 2003, too, and not as weird. And the furry fandom, there's like weird sides of like, there's like crazy alt right military, like crazy furries. (laughs) So you'll see like people who might be more like leftist and like social justice oriented with like furry profiles on Twitter. But you'll also see like either cartoon furry animals or actual just furries with like helmets. And holding like machine guns. Jesus and Christ. Like that. Wasn't the whole, uh, somebody attributed the whole furry stardom due to uh, Robin Hood? No, that's, that's one. Or is that just like a myth? There's always seminal movies for each generation. You can be like, oh, that movie kind of had some sexy looking animals. So yeah. the Disney Robin Hood with the that fetching fox Robin Hood. Can we talk about um, Lola Bunny? A Lola Bunny probably was a big one too. Yes. Also Zootopia. That's probably another Ooh, big yeah. one. Oh uh, yeah, Hippity Hopper. Yeah. Now there's even a couple different anime series. Uh, Beast Stars and. Uh, I can't remember the other one. I haven't. Well, I haven't seen either of them. But one by Studio Trigger. Which is also, it's like, oh, they, they're trying to target the furry. Because there's a lot of crossover. We definitely know. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of crossover between anime and furry fandoms. Yes. So, we Cheetah Girls. <laughs> cheetah Sisters. Si so se puede. They don't so. like this direction. And they're going to prove that they don't need it by performing a song. And yes. once again, this gets 
I think this is the one where they performed at the beginning of the movie. And once again, this one is shot like a music video to the point where there's even like lighting that doesn't exist within the room. And there's no camera that they're hamming it up for. So then it seems that they're maybe just getting really close to like Jackal Johnson's face. Yeah, his face. face. They're like up in his business. Uh, so then he's like, oh, shit, that was so good. And it was good. I enjoyed it. And he says, that was so great. Uh, but we're still going to go do this. And then Raven's like, well, no deal. Like, we're the Cheetah Girls, not the the global get down, which is the get name I think they were it. pitching for them. And then there's a weird double turn where the girls were mad at Raven for acting kind of big time Hollywood, maybe yes. selling out. Yes. And now they're in a situation where. If they take this record deal, they're completely selling out to the point that they're getting rid of their image as the Cheetah Girls. And then this is Raven saying, no, we're the Cheetah Girls as a group. And she kind of says, yeah, it's our music. It's not mine. I'm sorry. I said I wrote it. And then the other girls are like, wow, you're acting kind of selfish. It's like, no, in this situation, she's caring about the group. So it's just kind of really unbelievable forced drama between the girls that doesn't really add and, up. And, and that could have been them maybe just trying to like fix a plot hole or something in like the book or something. Just something weird happened. I don't know. And and, and you had mentioned too, and I, I kind of agree, like just like the whole concept of having like a, a book about like a singing group, like just in text just seemed weird. Yeah, as somebody who read a lot of Redwall books written by Brian Jakes as well as the Lord of the Rings books, Reading a bunch of songs and text is not very yeah, fun. No. But yeah, that's an interesting concept. I mean, hey, uh, that author probably got some bling, bling, yeah. bling as royalties. Bling, bling, says bling. at one point. Yeah. The jazz says, I only thought it was bling, bling. Why are there three blings bling, now? Bling, bling. Dios mio, mamma mia. Mamma mia. So yes, this whole like kind of flip where the girls have turned on Raven for standing up for them. And they're like, yes. nah, we want to sell out. So then Raven says she's out. And then uh, Jackal immediately kind of puts Chanel as kind of being the leading girl. And that kind of ticks off the others. It's all very silly. Agreed. And then we get an emotional music montage of all the girls kind of being broken apart. They're broken. all very They're just broken. Emotional. They're just very broken. Raven winds up back at home. She's crying, saying, Mom, don't tell me that you told me so. Chanel goes home. Her mom's, I think, there this time. And she gets mad because Chanel ran up her credit card bill. Uh, she spent a lot of money because she was mad at Mommy for leaving with the boyfriend or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, Dorito, she's maybe dancing or with her foster family. And then Aqua, she's just like walking the streets because she has no home life that we're allowed to see. True. And then there's a bit in this movie where I just didn't care about what was happening. So my next note is uh, a bunch of shit happens and then Raven's dog falls, falls in a into hole. a hole. So she's on the phone with somebody, isn't it? And she's just like not paying attention and it gets off the leash or she and drops the leash. she's walking down the street, yeah. Yeah, so it starts running down the... Um, Running down the sidewalk. It runs past cops who see it coming. They don't do anything to it. Horrible cops. And then Raven comes after. She, like, runs into the cops. Their coffee and their um, donut fall out of the ground, and they look pissed. And then you see the dog leash, like, go down, like, a hole, and, like, the collar's sitting by a hole. She's like, oh. Well, then we get an immediate cut to. The police officers come back, and they're like, we got a dog in a hole. We got a dog in a hole. But the first thing, I think we cut away a... To like the talent show or something at first. And the elite ending shot is we, or maybe it's to commercial. We see Toto, that's the name of her dog, in this hole. But the camera they cut to is like a found footage found camera. Found footage camera. Of the perspective inside the hole. That was great. And I thought at first it was maybe a manhole, but it's just a hole. A hole. That, that was weird. Just construction, right? I mean, it's New York, man. They always do construction that there. Those holes. Scaffolding all the time. Oh, fucking forget about it. The holes. And it just escalates. Yes, the police come in. They're calling in. Uh, the, hey, you know, we got a 10-4. There's a, a dog in a hole. You know how it'd be. And then I think they start to cordon off the area. They call in firefighters. And the news starts to cover it. Yeah. <laughs> and at first it's like they're just focusing on the dog being in the hole. Eventually they're like, this is crazy. It's blocking the whole block. Because of one dog. I mean, I guess very responsive of, of the New York Police Department. 
So then this is put on the news because there uh, are hundreds of people flocking to this place. And this is before the announcement. Yeah, I'd have to run this by my brother who lives in New York, but I'm sure most New Yorkers would not give a fuck about breaking news about a dog in a hole. There was that story about a guy who like fell into a hole or like a sinkhole that was filled with rats. Oh, (laughs) recently. What the hell? I didn't hear that. Uh, Yeah, that's cool. And probably people were just standing next to him and he fell down like, oh. Fucking who cares? Look at that. I am walking here. I'm walking here. But it gets put on the news for no other reason than it allows all the other cheetah girls to see that Toto is stuck in a hole. But not just the cheetah girls. The um, well, the people at the talent. Well, first, yes, we cut oh. to the talent show. And we finally get the answer of what the fuck those love interest boys were all about. Because they pop up occasionally, but mostly disappear for a good part they of the movie. They have the most amazing performance Oh, I forgot what their movie. group was called. I th- but one is a DJ. Ironically, it's the black one who's yeah. the DJ. And the white one who's singing, got a, rapping. Like a Jonathan Taylor Thomas type ma- like mane of a haircut. Yeah. Uh, and he's the one rapping. Yes. And it's not good. I liked it. Like, come on, come on, well, come on. Well, maybe I like the um, the visuals of it, like the pausing and the weird editing that was the, done. Yeah, there's some slow-mo and speed up kind of like a... Choppy. I don't even, I don't even say like a 2000, well, maybe a 2000s music video, but definitely like ahead a of 90s their t- music Ahead of their video. time. Well, I'd say maybe... Behind the yeah, times. rewinding time. Yeah, it, it, uh, it was, it was, it was... But it was, it'll it was, probably be the song, the outro song for this episode. At least a little bit that pops up. But... Then the power cuts out because the hole that Toto fell in was right outside of the school on the day of the the big the big game, the big talent show. And I guess whatever hole, it must be by some electrical lines. So they have to cut the power, which cuts the power to the whole school. But the school's got backup generators, Avi. Uh, when oh, yeah. they come like, back up like yeah it was off for like 10 seconds she tried to tell a weird camping story yeah and drink a drink of champagne came out it was vamping for the crowd uh, and then I was like oh well it's fixed but rather than like continue they all rush out everybody the whole city because well, no, what happens is within the auditorium Raven shows up on a TV or like a projection on the like, wall. What the hell? And I think it, later on the guy says like, "Oh, you used like the cheetah signal." The or cheetah something. signal. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, what is this? What is that? There's some signal? override feed of a news footage that they of, can... of uh, Raven being like, "My dog's in a hole." Yeah, they're that rich. <laughs> so then, yes, everybody leaves the auditorium to leave out or to go out. We don't know how much of the talent show has transpired, but Toto's near death experience. Has brought everyone together. All the cheetah girls are there. And even the art teacher comes up and she's like, Hey, Raven, I forgive you for reasons because your dog's in a fucking hole. There's a a firefighter or a cop getting to the hole and he says, Oh, I can't reach him. Can he hear you? I don't know if he can hear you. Try to call for him. This is bad. And we hadn't, I haven't mentioned it, but a lot of the movie when raven's been singing in her room she's like toto you like that song and toto goes crazy so raven starts to sing and i almost called him joey toto perks Uh, up starts like yipping and the firefighter's like yeah he likes it it's working more than it's working it's it's happening it's happening so then she sings louder and then all the cheetah girls join join in and like, Toto emerges like in the stage from production the of Peter Pan, where Tinkerbell is saved by the audience clapping to show they believe in fairies. Yeah. Toto is saved by the power of song from the Cheetah yeah. Girls. From the rubble of 9-11. And there's this huge crowd around them. Everybody's clapping. It's like the end of, it's like in Ghostbusters 2, yeah. where I think the crowd starts singing the Ghostbusters song. I don't remember. That movie's bad. <laughs> Cheetah Girls isn't great either, but this ending... I was. It's saved I the movie. Very hard. Save the movie. The end of you lucky dog ending in a courtroom battle where a dog maybe gets shot by a gun. <laughs> I was just like, how did we get here? And this is yeah. All Seriously the stuff though, the, like, like maybe like the movie redeemed itself in the last like twenty minutes. Maybe it did. Maybe there was enough fun to make it an okay. Not quite, but it, an it's okay not, movie. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, because but yeah, it's just like earlier on. Oh, we're kind of talking realistically about record producers. They're doing some kind of weird music video White stuff. White boy rapping, but dog at this and point, hole. they just have given up on any sort of like realism, and they're yes. just like, ah, eh, fuck it, Disney Channel. Yeah, and 100%. I appreciate that. 
Yes, more of that, please. So then they save the dog, but then the girls kind of like go their separate ways. And I'm like, yeah. wait, I thought they just made up. Uh, so then Raven sings a song. And they all song. come back together again. <laughs> and that brings them back together and they start. We see here a little background music, well, but it's this see, kind of like, like a low like, instrumental. All the girls really love Toto, but they, yeah, but they never really um like made up there. It was all uh, like that one girl came and she had this stuff in her hair still. And like she's just, and they're all just like, we're just here just for the dog. Like, and I, they never really made up, but then it was yeah. like, okay, this is how they're going to do it. They're going to all in this together. Yeah, and they're like, yeah, I'm starting sisters. out and singing. And then everybody yeah. comes in and we get, in, you know, again, Jesus unrealistically, sisters. we get in some like little uh, not existing, like low instrumentals. But then the boy love interest comes in with an electric guitar out of nowhere. He's, he's up on top. He's like above them on like a, yes. a raised stage. And he squeals. There are guitar squeals in this yes. movie. He squeals on the guitar. Jeez, but then nuts. we get backing music that does not include like any guitars. And he doesn't. We see him like smile approvingly, but he's not really playing anymore. And this music, again, is coming from who knows where. It's magical. This movie is magical. It's a magic movie. At this movie. moment, because it's a gigantic street music number where they're singing about how they're sisters, cheetah sisters, and they're cheetah like a family, sisters. and they're forever. We are family. God's and it's fun. Family. And, like, again, this is where I'm like, yeah, this is why this movie was so popular, because, like... That's why I'm looking forward to some of these musicals because musicals are just fun. They get your they get you going, get the blood <sighs> pumping, making you feel good. I'm gonna just say it. I think the movie redeemed itself in its in its third act. And then in the song, I think it would technically I think the right term would be a bridge where yeah. it's kind of just an instrumental part, and then they start dancing. How many different songs did they sing? Just two? Uh there's the one that three? saved Toto. I think there's three or four. Yeah. Four. Did they have like a? I think it's yeah, maybe it's just three. What was it's Cinderella, the one at the beginning, and in the record studio, and then this one. But I don't know what was supposed to be the song. You know, like how like probably High School it's musical. this last one where they're okay. the Cheetah Sisters. Cheetah Sisters. During this bridge, Dorinda starts dancing with some people, sweeping big brooms, this, <laughs> like stomp. Yeah. stomp live or whatever yeah. but then uh, i think aqua maybe or chanel starts dancing with some firefighters yes. and the dance firefighters know the choreography yes. too uh and then jackal jackal johnson must be seeing it on the news and he's like toto's dancing as well he's like oh shit yeah the, nobody's the, gonna care about the global get down yeah, so the, the one guy's like you really fucked up jack off <laughs> yeah he does say that uh well he doesn't say jack off obviously he says you really messed this one up jackal so then they finish again everybody claps and then raven kisses the boy which tongue no tongue <laughs> you nasty boy uh but again like most decoms is not earned no at all we don't i whenever he shows up all the other girls are like oh he's so cute don't you like him and she's kind of like no i don't but like we don't see enough another dating another married and have kids so maybe it's something in the book where this is oh, a built up yeah. moment from like a couple oh, books, books or something that's fair but it just feels like yep it's a disney channel movie make yes. them make them kiss Bippity bop in the back. So the girls are all back together, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you took the record deal." No, and we saw a bit. So that's what created the whole, I think, drama, or at least from her with them. She thought, yeah, obviously, yes, she thought that they had joined the Wonder Group or whatever the hell. Yeah, the global get down. But as they left the studio that day, they just saw there was a bunch of other teen girls in the yeah. So it was one of them. So that was kind of them to be like, "Oh, we're just." meat it was it was it was just it was a smoke screen though that was to get her so then they go into the auditorium and wouldn't you know it bobby flay comes out and awards them the the, one million dollar contract yeah of the the amusement the dr dre records the the talent show which they did not perform in we don't even know if enough everybody got to perform because the lights went out and then everybody left Uh, they shouldn't have flown that that was fucked up and then they're on the phone and they're, I guess, talking to Jackal or Jackal's assistant. And they're just like, fuck Jackal. Yeah, they're giving him shit. And we don't get a freeze frame ending. We get what I think all oh, movies should end with. great. Uh, CG fireworks that go up into the sky, burst, <sighs> and spell, spell out cheetah, cheetah girls. girls. Just like they do at uh, Disneyland and Disney World. At, at, they always at spell close. out cheetah girls. Yep, every time. And then it says, in, also in fireworks, the Cheetah Girls will return in <laughs> Cheetah Girls, cheetah girls 2, 2, Electric Boogaloo. 
Ah, uh, so what a film! I'm not gonna say I'm a cheetah sister. Cheetah sister. But that was the Cheetah Girls. I don't know if that picked up on the mic, but Jacob just yawned. And I'd say that's how mostly I feel about this movie. <laughs> it's been Again, a long one. I don't know if we fully sold it well enough, but the end of this movie is pretty buck wild and kind of yes. comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And I did laugh very hard. When the dog's in the hole. Just that he's in the hole. And the but then the resolution shot. of it is that they sing. Yes, to get him out. Yes. It's crazy. But overall, the movie taken as a whole, it's a lot of teen girls kind of being like bratty to each other and also just being like really overly excitable and bratty, just like very talkative. Music- bratty meets musical meets, I don't Quince? know. No. Quince. It's Quince. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Maybe just like the diaper changing scene <laughs> oh, for yeah. the whole movie. Yeah. As I thought Quince was maybe going to be. But the musical numbers are really strong. I enjoyed that. Agreed. Uh, selfishly, I've always talked about how once these all become more musicals, I probably don't need to take as many notes. There, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I really don't feel like the songs took up too much no. of the movie. Yeah, though. Maybe like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, but like they, it wasn't like I don't know. I feel like we we've had others that have had more, um, just kind of blank space. You know, maybe like Double Team just had a lot more basketball, like yeah. than this had music numbers. I don't know. I mean, it's maybe unpopular. I don't know if the the Cheetah Girls fandom has continued on. If there's hot, not hot millennials, millennials still hot about the Cheetah oh, Girls. I, I like I'm I said, sure I, people like the fucking thirteenth year for why? some reason. Which, by the way, twenty thousand views on YouTube. Twenty k. Yeah, I don't know follow, if I have rate review. Well, ease up. <laughs> We're still talking about the Cheetah Girls. Probably not for much longer, because I don't know if I have anything more to say about the Cheetah Girls. Where would you put them? This at the very bottom of your list? No, but not too high A little bit below middle. A little bit below middle. Yeah, probably the lower half. That's that's where I'm at. It's above You Lucky Dog, though. Oh, man. Which You Lucky Dog, I think I rate maybe a little higher, because I fucking hated that movie up until the ending. Kind of like this. What is your last ranked movie at the moment? Ready to Run. Okay. Uh, it's a Scooby-Doo, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you got to watch that now. You got to watch that. That's your goal. You said you have Monday off. You can watch that on Monday. And you let us know uh, next next pod. Well, yes. Thank you, Jacob, for giving me homework. <laughs> Jacob, the person who doesn't edit the podcast and gets our podcast or suspended. Uh, Twitter account suspended Man. for trying to get the capital overthrown. What were you <laughs> tweeting about, Jacob, <laughs> two years ago? No, I don't know. I don't even know. So yes, if you if you're a big cheetah sister, cheetah girl, you wanna well maybe not like a big one. <laughs> Jesus. Ah, that'd be kind of scary. Uh, but you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com to give your Thoughts. remembrance, your nostalgic yes. feelings about the cheetah girls, or maybe your twenty twenty one modern viewing of them. Love it. Does it live up to the hype? As Jacob already talked about, you can subscribe, like, comment, yada yada on our YouTube channel at mm-hmm. a whole new pod, and you know maybe just go through the list of our videos, give like them all, them all. Some likes. Yeah, like them all. Leave uh, some especially comments. our more uh, popular ones. Up, up and away. People really do not like our up, up and away <laughs> video for some reason. That is probably a movie that people want to watch, and then they see we discovered that somebody has put a lot of our podcast videos into a playlist called like full thirteenth oh, yes. mo- year full movie yes. and stuff like that. I'm like, that's not on me. No. So if you're finding it that way, like I can understand being mad, no. but like we're not trying to no. do. So find us on YouTube. Find us also on Apple Podcasts. Rate us and review us on there. Spotify, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, all your listening places, all your pods, all are belong to us. Yeah, someone we set us you. up. The Dustin. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't think I feel like waxing nostalgic about any uh, high school stories. Maybe if my stomach wasn't in a big growling mode. If I... Am I right? Uh, Maybe. I've got some crazy Lucas stories about my cheetah girl days. I don't know what that means. I don't know if I want to know. Me neither, but I'll have time to make something up. No, I'm just kidding. So with that... I say we'll hope for, uh, hopefully things maybe turn around in 2020, 2021, 2022, hopefully things are better. And with that, maybe we'll just go out on. Bye. Come on, come on.
Many people who live in Shimokin are upset that Dunkin' Donuts is closed. Now I have to rely on myself to go to maybe a Turkey Hill or something where I don't like their donuts. I'd rather the donuts at Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm kind of dealing with it, but I really miss Dunkin' Donuts. I go there every day. I get a chicken baker croissant or I get some coffee, Powerade if I'm dehydrated. I sit there all the time. If I have any like legal work that I need to do, I go there. I meet with my attorneys there. I'm going to miss that place when it, if it don't open up. And a lot of my friends go in there, get the cold coffee, well, iced coffee, I guess it's called. People miss their local hangout and hope Dunkin' Donuts reopens soon here in Shimokin. Cheap, classy place to meet up. It's a location where you can meet up with your friends. It's the only thing this town has.